The Field of Dreams game last night did not disappoint. It was almost like it was scripted. Daily Dingers returns here. We're coming off a huge night. Hit both home run props. Hit. We actually went 3-1 and one on our official picks. We're back today. I'm back with my guy, Steve Inman. Steve, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, Steve. How are you? I'm great. It's Parlay Friday, baby. We're going to, we're going to, we got to get this thing going here. But let's talk a little bit about last night. Feel the Dreams game. I thought the MLB actually did a really good job. How did you feel about it? Yeah, I thought baseball did a fantastic job with it. It was really fun to see. It was a, a great environment there. People were into the game. Two very good teams, which I think happened more by coincidence than than anything because this was something that was scheduled, what, like a year ago? So it's like no one really knew the White Sox were going to be a powerhouse, right? And the Yankees would be playing their best baseball of the year. So it, it was really turned into a great game back and forth where, you know, the superstars came out, Judge Homer, Stanton Homer, Eloy Homer, you know, Abreu Homer, like that. And then Tim Anderson went to walk off. Literally, if you said who are the five best players in, in the position players in the series, it's probably those guys. So it really, as you said, it was scripted. It was amazing. And – I'm excited for them to make this a yearly tradition, ideally as a whole series, not a one game thing. Yes, that's what I that was my only gripe is that I wish it was a series because it was I thought it was so cool. I thought they did a like the field was cool, the way the setup was was cool. The whole thing was awesome. I mean the the pregame stuff was was cool with Kevin Costner and everything. Like I thought they did an awesome job. My only gripe is that I wish it was like a full weekend series. I think that would actually be really cool, especially like for the people that live in Iowa. Like there's no major league baseball in Iowa. Like this was this Do was you it. believe it takes away from the specialness of the event if it's every year and three or four games? No, I think it makes it I think it makes it better because now it's like an event. Like I know it was an event I but now it's a weekend long event where you got people coming in and out. You could have you could have like MLB. You could have like MLB things set up in the town. It it could be like a Coop, yeah. a Cooperstown style weekend. That's why I that I think there's opportunity there because like I don't know, I don't know if you've ever been to Cooperstown for I'm like. Not. So I went to the um I when Piazza got inducted I went to the his induction with my father and that week it, it's a weekend thing. And it's really cool because you're doing – there's events throughout the entire weekend that lead up to Sunday. I know it's a little bit different, but, like, I feel like having that for something like this would be really cool. That would take it to another level, in my opinion. I mean, I totally agree. I was kind of just playing devil's advocate for a second. But, yes, especially because, you know, these guys are putting in so much work and so much effort to make this a thing, to just do it for one day – seems short change going forward again they probably just wanted to test it out see how it goes but going forward i think three games is is the way to go there's rumors that the cubs are the next team to do it next year and they basically asked david ross and he accidentally said yes and then he goes no i i we're not no 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 because like apparently they're not supposed to say anything so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out but uh the cubs and you know maybe a team like the cardinals or a team like the red Sox, you know more old school teams i think that would be so much fun yeah, that would be that would be awesome. I I it was just it took like it took me back. Like it was like really really cool. It was, now. It was cool. It makes me want to see the movie again. I haven't seen it in a few years. I know Jack was saying he hadn't seen it before. He watched it he after we recorded. Yeah. He watched it after we recorded yesterday. Also, I got to ask you this. Is it have a catch or play catch? What do you say? 
it's have a catch. It's right. obviously have a catch. I don't understand this whole play catch. Like, it's it's it doesn't sound right to me. It does no. weird, and it's been a debate as long, you know, as the history of baseball. So yeah, it's it's have a catch. Like, come on. Like someone made a good. So we, I said, non-athletes say play catch. Like that's yeah. that's what it is. It's non yeah. non-athletic people play catch. You you have a catch. That's it. Now. I do. I will say this. This is just kind of funny. Um, Trevor Plouffe tweeted this out last night um, about how Joe Buck missed the perfect opportunity to ask Kevin Costner about the Cal Ripken conspiracy theory. You know about this? I don't. All right. So there's a baseball conspiracy theory that in the middle of Cal Ripken's consecutive games played streak that he went home and his wife was allegedly – sleeping with Kevin Costner. Oh no. And he was so distraught that day. There's two stories. One is that he beat the crap out of Kevin Costner and got arrested. The other one is that he was so distraught that he called the Orioles and told them that he couldn't play that night. And the owner actually made them the breaker and said they had a power outage. So the game got canceled that night and he played the next day to keep the streak going. That's one of those stories we'll never know the real answer to, but it's interesting to think about. I would like to think that if something happened, a physical altercation with those two superstar, you know, famous people, somebody would know. Like it, it would have came out. You know, I I am going to go with this. I am going to tell myself that it's true. Okay. Because we're never going to know the we're never going to know the real answer, right? We're never going to know the real oh, answer it, unless no. like you get in with, with one of them and you could ask the question. We're never going to know the real answer, but I'm going to tell myself it's true <laughs> because it's hilarious. We need Kevin Costner to write like a baseball book like of his like a life in baseball. That's the only way. It's the only way we're going to know. That's the only yeah. – you're right. That's the only way we're going to know. I, I think we, we – I mean last night was the perfect opportunity to put it to bed, but I guess Joe Buck, well, you know, it's not family friendly, so – it's really funny. I have some Yankee fan friends and like the first couple innings, like Gallo hits a ball, like 399 feet, just misses a home run. And they're like, this park's too big. Why would they base it off of old Kaminsky Park? This is ridiculous. And then all of a sudden the White Sox start homering to right in that, you know, jet stream or corn stream, as we say. And literally it was like, what's five, six home runs. And like, this park is a joke. It's a Mickey Mouse park. And like, yeah. You played a Mickey Mouse park. Like, what you, Yeah, like what are you talking about? You know, you play on a little league field. It's like three thirteen down the line. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Stop complaining. It's all hilarious. of those are home runs out of Yankee Stadium. Like all of oh my god, those are like those are in the second deck at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Like it's Gardner unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Come on. All right, now it is Parlay Friday, baby. Yes. I got the hat on. We're ready to rock here. You got two. I got three. Let's start. What's your first parlay for today? I'm starting with the rookie parlay, and this is going to be the Cubs and Albert Owsley over the Marlins, the Rays and Shane McClanahan, the rookie, over Pineda and the Twins, Cole Irvin, who has not, who lost his rookie eligibility last year for the A's to beat rookie Dane Dunning, and Charlie Morton and the Braves to beat rookie Josiah Gray. So I have two rookies winning, two rookies losing, all of which equals plus 783 on DraftKings. Four teams, the Cubs, Rays, A's, and Braves to win today. There we go. I like that a lot. I like it. I'm a big fan. I think 
especially the Cubs one, because I feel like the Cubs are going to have to win a game at some point now, and they're playing the Marlins, so it's perfect, yeah. perfect setup. Um, I love that. Plus, what did you say? Plus seven fifty eight. Seven eighty three. Seven eighty three. That's and even. The, uh, the Marlins are also throwing out a rookie, Jesus Lazardo, in there too. I don't think he. I don't think he's very good either. I'm picking the Cubs rookie to beat Lazardo. I like it. I'm a big fan of this one. So I'm doing my first one. I'm going to do is a same game parlay. We haven't done a same game parlay on the show yet. This is plus seven fifty. Met fans are not going to like this very much. So here's what I'm doing: Dodgers minus two and a half, Max Muncy to Homer, and Julio Urias for five plus strikeouts. That's plus seven fifty. Basically, um, it's a happiness hedge. I'm hoping you know the Mets somehow they're not going to win the game, but this this is all possible. Um, and it's a same game parlay feature. DraftKings didn't have it. They basically FanDuel had it for a while. Fan started. Now DraftKings has it. It's actually very cool. I actually won some money last night on same game parlay. I did a Brayu and Eloy to Homer. I did another parlay, like a four-legger with a game hip. So it was very nice. And I'm gonna stick with that again today. I think the same game parlays sometimes are the way to go here. Yeah, uh, I like that a lot. You know, the, we talked about it before the show, you know, the Urias strikeouts i think that's as good of a bet as we've made all year so i i really like that one a lot especially with the Mets strikeout issues and urias is really really good so i like that i know i the, i think the the toughest one here is going to be muncie to homer yeah i agree but he could i mean he could take one down and in to just into the coca-cola corner and yeah know. i know it's partly friday but i'd be tempted to just do urias on his own as well and just let that one sit and make a few bucks. That's true. That. I mean, we do some singular. We do some singular ones here. We give we give singular recommendations at times. So. Yeah, that would be my recommendation. So, I feel like that's as lock of a lock as locks get. So I'm a, that you're I yeah you're right. You gotta have if you're doing a parlay like that, you gotta have at least one lock because then you got a chance. You got yeah. a chance, you know. Yeah. But all right, what's your second one? I know you got another one coming. What do you got? Yeah, unfortunately, after yesterday's heroics, it's the back to sadness parlay, which is the Mets lose, Zach Wheeler and Philly win, and Charlie Morton and the Braves win, plus 347. You know, Wheeler's been pitching unbelievable. He's facing the Cincinnati Reds, and Morton, we've talked about it before, is facing Josiah Gray, who is a rookie who has been a little up and down. He faced it with the Nationals, and the Nationals just look like they're bottomed out. This is as bad of a team as there is, and the Mets, after – basically surviving against his horrible Nationals team, now faces the best team in baseball in the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think Urias is going to have a big game, and I don't love the Mets' chances. If I had to pick one of these things and not happen, I actually think it might be the Mets, where McGill has been pretty good. But it's unfortunately going to hurt the Mets tonight, and you can get that at plus 347. That is a solid one. I think we are going to be back to some sadness, unfortunately. unfortunately. It's just like – you played the the thing is not you the Mets they played like these tight games with the bad Nationals team and now you got to yeah. go face the Dodgers. It's not a good recipe. It's really not. No, I'm, it's it's not. But we can still win some money off of it. So that makes the one sense. positive I would say is like their big guys have all kind of handled lefties equally as good or slightly better than righties. Like Thomas hit lefties, Nimmo's hit lefties, McNeil I trust against lefties. It's really just Conforto is the only lefty who has not hit lefties. So I mean, he doesn't have anybody. They have a they have, right. I think they have a chance. It's more just 
this team is a 110-win Dodger team, and you're floundering around trying to stay afloat. So I don't love their chances, and you might as well make some money off of it. So you're, you're absolutely right. Speaking of making some money here, I'm moving on to the – I'm this is the plus one-and-a-half parlay, plus 381. It's only a three-legger. Cubs plus one-and-a-half, Tigers plus one-and-a-half, Mariners plus one-and-a-half. Um, I just – I feel like those – I feel like – I don't – I think they – it's a possibility for them to win those games, but I feel like it's more of a possibility for them to just lose by a run. So, yeah. Plus 381, Cubs, Tigers, Mariners – what I'm, I'm rolling there and then i got one more for us this is a so this is a five parlay day for us and as a whole as a show here this one is just a six leg favorites parlay plus 1630 i'm not dabbling into other sports or anything this is just solely i couldn't find anything to go with like you're not we can't we can't tell people in good faith bet on the basketball summer league like or like in nfl preseason like who can't do it like people betting NFL preseason, you're an absolute lunatic. I don't right. know. Unless like a coach says, I'm insane and I'm gonna play my all my guys for the entire game, we can't bet on that. Right. It's just like it's not it's just not a good recipe for life no. if, if we're gonna be honest. So that's why I'm sticking this. This is six leg favorites parlay, plus sixteen thirty. Brewers, Braves, Dodgers, A's, Rays, Padres, all on the Whoa. money line. Whoa. That's it. Well, I'm gonna repeat that. Yeah. Brewers, Braves, Dodgers. A's, Rays, Padres. And what are the odds on that together? Plus 1630. 1630. So that would uh that would make your weekend if that one works out. That would make a weekend. That'll make a weekend for you. That'll make right. a week. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Actually, I mean, yesterday made the week. This could okay. make this could make the weekend. Got and it. next week too. But we'll see. Yeah. You know, you never know. The the thing was, I think it was like three weeks ago, on a Friday night. There was a, a <clears throat> that was it. It was a Friday night. All fourteen favorites won. When so was this? This was like three weeks ago. Okay. So it was on a Friday night. All the favorites won. There was no no underdogs, right? So last week I was like, you know what? Let me just try this. Eleven out of fourteen. So now oh. I'm pick. I'm instead of doing all of them, I picked the heaviest ones. It seems like the favorites. It seems like the favorites have been winning a lot more than earlier in the season. Because at the beginning of the season, underdogs had a winning record, and that's kind of shifted now. So, like this is what like we talk about, like especially from a gambling aspect, like you got to pay attention to things and trends. Like things change, yeah. so things that you were doing early in the year might not work in August. So now it seems it's tilted the other way to favorites. So putting a bunch of heavy favorites together might not be the worst idea. No, it might not be the worst idea, especially when you saw what the trade deadline did, right? Like the Nationals blew up their team. The Cubs blew up their team. Like so many other teams just said, we're, we're waving the white flag. We're out of here. And as more pitchers hit their innings limits for this year, where they went from 60 games to 162, you're going to see more random starters you've never heard of off the scrap heap pitching. It's time for us to take advantage of that. Yeah, 100%. And, that, and then when you get – when you get to September and it's basically just triple A teams playing, then you're yeah, you can make some money there. So all right, that's all we got for Parlay Friday. But is there anything that like you're looking not even looking at? Is there anything that you're interested in this weekend that's on the MLB slate that you might be 
like i mean are you interested in i mean i don't know how you go from the field of dreams back to back to yeah. whatever first day to field or whatever it is at in chicago like is there what, what are you looking at i think that's a big series by the way uh, it is definitely but, a big series uh i'd be curious to see how the white Sox handle the yankees because this is a uh, a team they might probably play in the playoffs. It's going to be interesting on this young White Sox team against these veteran Yankees. So far, so good, but let's see if they can hold that up. I would also say this, for my shows going forward, when I make my home run derby bets, they got a one-day delay because every single time I'm making one of these guys, they go one for four with a double, and then they have some monster game the next day. I saw it with Nelson Cruz. He gets traded next game, Tampa Bay Ray, Homer, we saw with Vladdy Jr. a couple days ago. And then my last time I was here, Eloy Jimenez, I picked the homer, did it yesterday. Same. Oh, and George Springer, too. So that's four guys in the last two weeks. I think that's all my shows have all homered, not the day of, but the next day. You're a day. You're, you're a day behind, man. I mean, at least we know this. We're following the trends. We're, we're keeping up and we're uh, going to be alert for next time. That's true. I've hit two this week. I, I've hit I've hit two this week. Which is actually, it's a good week. Like, if you hit one, I, here's the thing. I feel like if you hit one, the home run props are so juiced up. If you hit one. You're trying to break even. If you hit two, you win. Right. Like, it's like, I mean, last night, Abreu was plus 320. So, you hit that. I mean, I hit Kyle Seeger the other night. It was like plus, I think he was actually only plus 220. But still, like, you hit two of those, it makes your week. It doesn't really matter what else. Yeah. Now want your other stuff to win but like nobody's perfect anybody tells you that perfect in this business is in lying um so yeah nobody's perfect you just gotta 50 if you're like 58 percent you're top of the your upper echelon here absolutely and also have fun you know this is we're, we're watching baseball we're talking baseball it doesn't really get much better than this right i'm wearing a stupid hat like this is awesome this is this great is fun. this yeah. is awesome so all right, Steve, thanks for joining me, dude. Um, another part, this is your second Parlay Friday. Now you're like Parlay indoctrinated. Friday. Now you're yeah. indoctrinated. Now you just need a hat next time. I got to find the hat. Got to find the hat. That's priority alpha A1. That's it. That's it. All right, so everybody, don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. That is Parlay Friday for August 13th. For Steve Inman, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you next week.